Christ is the cornerstone. We are the living stones. Christ, the chief cornerstone.
Dear brothers and sisters, we greet you all who are joining us online worldwide to this video transmission. Exactly one year ago, on the 23rd of February 2020, we had the last gathering in the Volkshaus in Zürich. Then came Corona. Worldwide, the virus spread across the globe. Hecticness and perplexity set in. Feverish, feverishly, science is searching for a solution. But it looks like as if that virus is always one step ahead of us. We, as believers in the Almighty God, we know that in this last time, everything is being fulfilled, what is written in the Word of God about wars, rumors of wars, pestilences, perplexity and so forth. As promised in Psalms 91, we may watch all this and be kept safe, resting in the hand of the Lord. May still many in this time come to their senses and seek the Lord and confess the true God, the Creator of the heaven and earth. And may they repent so that they also get saved as we are saved. From this current situation we see that the man gets to his, comes to its limits in his science and that everything is just a patchwork. Our Lord and God He is true. He could make an end of all this with one word. But he permits it because it is written thus in his word. Let us read a word from the Bible. I read from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. To it I would like to read from Romans 16, verses 16, Romans 16, verse 17 to 20. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. I am glad therefore on your behalf, but yet I would 
have your wives unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. We want to pray. Faithful Heavenly Father, yes, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ shall be with us also on this day. We thank you for this opportunity which we have to hear this message and to again go home blessed. Lord, bless your servant. Equip him with your spirit and with your power so that your word can come to us in a mighty way. Lord, bless also us who we are listeners. Bless worldwide. You know every trouble. You know every sorrow, every sickness. Lord, intervene. We ask it in your wonderful name. Bless us now worldwide and let your word bear fruits in us so that we also may be carriers of your word. Lord, be merciful to us. Keep and protect us in this time. Keep, hold your protecting hands over us as you promised it in Psalms 91. Bless, Lord. Bless this day and bless us all. We are grateful to you that you have done it already in your wonderful and glorious name of Jesus. Amen. I also would like to greet all of you very warmly, welcoming you. Brother Scherrer read two wonderful scriptures. Everywhere is teaching, admonition and We are grateful to the Lord for it, especially for that, that we can have these broadcasts. We are all groaning within ourselves under the circumstances under which we are and If ever Romans 8 has come to fulfillment, then of course in our time the whole creation is groaning, the climate change, everything is on the way, everything is suffering and we suffer with it. That's how Paul writes it. Also, we groan within ourselves and are waiting for that our bodies will be changed at the return of the Lord and that we are taken up to Him into glory. As already mentioned, dear brothers and sisters, We are very grateful to the Lord, grateful for the past 55 years in which the divine message could be carried into all the world. Grateful that in all peoples and tongues the believers have heard this last message before the return of the Lord. Grateful for that thus the contact could be established and grateful for it that now by the broadcasts on the various channels directly in 12 languages 
we can reach the believers in exactly 93 countries. The broadcasts which we have here in Switzerland, in Austria, Germany, France, in all of Europe, the broadcasts which we hear are being heard of all the believers in all of the world. Firstly, in the 93 countries with a direct connection and then more countries are also served by the various stations so that we can, thanks be to God, we can reach the whole world, all the believers. We are sad about that we cannot, that we cannot have yet any international meetings here at the Mission Center. But in the same way, we are grateful that the Lord has given grace and that really it comes to fulfillment what Brother Brenham has said very clearly. The last message will cover the whole earth to forerun the second coming of Christ. And God really has taken care for all the languages, for all the contacts, for all the possibilities. And for this, we are thankful. Of course, I say it once again, I don't like this situation at all because throughout all the years I made all the travelings every month and now one year this epidemic, this pandemic I experience it and we all have to stay at home. Even the smallest meetings have regulations how they should be with the masks and so forth. We are very sad about it. But in the same way, I would like to repeat that we are grateful grateful that the whole world can be reached. Also now, in this broadcast from the city of Zurich, we greet all worldwide and we time and again heard it, the many phone calls and emails from all the world, the brothers phoned us, writing us emails and are grateful also for the sermons which can be heard from the 80s. We also hear the sermons which Paul preached 2,000 years ago and I planned to not preach much anymore, but to read the sermons of Paul and the sermons of Brother Brenham. And all may hear it and hearken to it, because now it's really about that we experience our personal preparation by His grace. That we not only say we believe the message, this is not enough. We need the personal experiences of salvation, a true conversion, a true repentance connected with tears a true renewing, a true new birth, 
that we can confess if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things are become new. And to me came the thought, if we, for instance, in the next broadcasts, will read what Paul has written for us, for us who, who we are living now, and are preparing ourselves for the return of Christ. What did What did Paul say to the church? What did he say how a service should be run? What did he say to the sisters? What did he say to the brothers? And already today I want to announce it. Together we will read all these scriptures whether 1 Corinthians 7, 1 Corinthians 11, 1 Corinthians 14. We will read more texts from the Scriptures, from Timothy, from Galatians, from Ephesians, in these Scriptures in which Paul addresses the personal life where to the wives their place is shown, where to the husbands their place is shown, where everything is illuminated in the right way. That is what matters now, that we not only speak of a message, but that our lives, be it after spirit, soul and body, that we make it available to the Lord and that we apply the word of God in all areas. Only what the Lord God has said in his word, this we believe and only that will help us to experience our personal preparation. I planned, because I have trouble with a precise reading, that our beloved brother Alfred Borg reads first the scriptures and then that I briefly refer to it. Once again, we greet all from Zurich all over the world and especially all the ministering brethren all who are now ministering with the word and who have the same responsibility before God that the, to the church is being said everything what is necessary for the preparation and the completion. We start today with 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 with the first three verses. And I ask now Brother Borg to read. Now, we beseech you, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto Him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let 
Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first and the man and that and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition dear brothers and sisters let me draw your attention right to the beginning It is about the coming, about the return of Jesus Christ. It has become the main subject of the Apostle Paul. The main subject. It has become the main subject of Brother Brenham. Because that's how he was told that the message of the Word of God would forerun the second coming of Christ. Here, Paul writes, Now we beseech you, brethren, now, before the return, and in view of the return of Jesus Christ, we beseech you. And then, It is being lined out. Let no man deceive you by any means. We are not being admonished only, but we are urgently asked to be alert, to not let ourselves be deceived. If somebody says, I have a revelation. Everything must be laid aside. Only God's holy word is valid. And I ask all to read these verses once more prayerfully and if possible read it again to pray about it and to ask the Lord for thus it is written here in verse 3 let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. And we all know, of course, what this is about here. A man who would sit of God, would sit in place of God, exalting himself above everything. That's how it is written in verse 4 opposing, exalting himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, declaring himself to be the only person who has the right to say what must be said. And we all understood it in all the dogmas. Everything was said. But not one of these things is written in the Bible, even up to the last dogma of the bodily ascension of Mary. Brothers and sisters, it is difficult for me to speak about this important subject. But Paul, of course, connected it with the return of Christ. Let no man deceive you by any means. And he also mentioned the coming of the Lord. He put it at the beginning of his epistle. And then he said, of, of all what would come, the great falling away, and the man of sin and of lawlessness 
would be would come out openly and brothers and sisters it will lead to that that all will be invited to believe this one person and to believe that what is being proclaimed there. But we, as Bible believers, we cannot believe anyone, really, even not an angel, who would come from heaven. Not one man we can believe, not one angel. We believe God's holy word from the first to the last verse. And everything what is not in agreement with the word does not come from God, is not inspired by the Holy Spirit, but by the spirit of error. And here we have the big problem. The Apostle John spoke of the spirit of truth and of the spirit of error. And here we read and will continue to read. Whoever does not believe the divine truth, he is condemned to believe the lie. Please, let us read on from verse 10, please. And with all unrighteous deception in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Yes, also this is very important. Please, let us read verse 10 once again at home. And let us pray about it. Because here it is written, black on white, of what it is actually all about. Whoever does not believe the divine truth insults God. He insults God who is alone true. And the scripture says we are in the true one. First John chapter 5 verse 11 we are in the true one, in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. True children of God are in the truth and they believe every word of God. And the truthfulness of God, which is in the word of God, penetrates us. We respect every word of God. Let us say it once again, so that we don't go over it lightly. We were reading what is written here the very deep warning that whoever does not believe God makes him a liar. Whoever does not believe the word of truth is condemned to believe the lie. But in the same way, it is written that no lie is of the truth. And therefore, we believe that the moment has come that with, with full respect we receive and accept the Holy Word. 
Please, take it to heart once again what the Apostle John has written. We are in the true one. Not in a lie, not in, in an interpretation, but in the true one. And therefore, the admonition that we should pay attention, careful, to not fall prey to any deception, but to be sanctified in the truth and to walk forward with the Lord. Let us read verse 11. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Also this we emphasized already. The man of sin, the man of lawlessness, who now, before the return of Christ, receives special fame and reputation from all of the world, by all the religions. He has the task to deceive the whole world because they believed not the truth. The task which we have, and I say it before the Lord, the task which a servant of God has is therein to pass on the same holy word under the same holy inspiration so that we can be sanctified in the word of truth. Let us read on the next verse. That they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. This is God's holy word. On the one hand, the true believers who are penetrated by the divine truth, who are chosen to believe God's holy word, to get it revealed, to obey it, and on the other on the other hand, the broad multitude bypasses it in all denominations. And brothers and sisters, it is hard for me to make these remarks here from the city of Zurich. Since the days of Reformation, whether it was the 15th century and already 100 years before the breakthrough of the Reformation, how many believers suffered, were persecuted. And I read it up because we, we preach here from Zurich. I was reading it up, what was said about the Anabaptists and how they were condemned, how the curse was pronounced upon them. And right here in Zurich, there were 16 martyrs of the Anabaptists. The most famous was Felix Manz. All can read it. 16 martyrs in Zurich from the time when the Reformation broke through and when the believers were baptized by immersion 
also in the river Limat. And then and then the persecution. But in every further revival, there were persecution and again persecution. And also we will not get around it either. That what is happening now affects all the nations, all the religions. The pandemic doesn't know any borders. But then, when the last move of God will set in and when the Lord will confirm His word and And to us, then the question is asked, are you ready to go along with all the churches and denominations? And if not, what then? But the Holy Scripture speaks about to not go along, to not fall prey to the deception and beguiling But ye, my people, come out, be ye separate, and touch not the unclean thing. Although we would have to go through a very short period of time of persecution, brothers and sisters, it will be worth it to remain faithful according to the scripture Remain faithful unto death and I will give you the crown of life. All true believers had to suffer in every new revival. And if it should still hit us, then God will give us grace. But as we read, The Lord will give grace that we made our decision for eternity to remain faithful until the end so that we are crowned. Let us read the next verse. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. We were all reading and hearing verse 13. Here Paul emphasizes the election, the predestination, and shows us that the true believers are determined to remain faithful As it is being said here, we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord. Also, I am bound to thank my God for you, my precious brothers and sisters, in all peoples and tongues, in all tribes, in all races, to thank the Lord that he has given me the opportunity and the privilege to bring the last message. I thank God for all of you, for all the ministering brethren. I thank God for all who do not pass on misunderstandings but who only give out the true divine word. Here we see also the difference between those who, for instance, in our time, refer to Brother Brenham and 
spreading the most terrible heresies, even that the Lord has come already. And brothers and sisters, if such brothers would not have stood personally before me, looking at me, and they said, Brother Frank, the rapture has taken place already. We have been raptured. And I look at the brother, a well-known preacher in the USA. I look at him and I said, Brother, you are still here and I am still here. You are not changed and I am not changed. You are not raptured and I'm also not raptured. And then his answer was, the prophet said, the rapture is a revelation. If you have the revelation, then you are raptured. The American would say, nonsense. If I would list you what kind of heresies are being spread, This never existed on this earth. And this is happening in that time in which God has revealed His precious and holy word in such a clarity, so precise, as it was never revealed before in the 2000 years of the New Testament Church. What shall one say to it? Paul writes here that he is bound to give thanks to God for all who were determined to be part of it, to remain faithful. And I repeat with all my heart, I'm grateful to the Lord, very grateful that the faithful remained faithful and that not one elect can be deceived. Not one elect can be led into error. Not one elect can be deceived. The chosen ones are in the hand of the Lord and they are ordained to be with the Lord forever. And therefore, it must be said that in our time there is only one true message church, namely those who are 100% in the word of God. Everything else are fellowships which came up because some brother had a revelation and has come up with a teaching and you can You can follow it up. Of all these fellowships who refer to Brother Brenham, there you can go. And in every direction you will find that man or his teaching who brought this direction into existence. I could mention all the brothers by name who came up with these various directions and teachings. But God is concerned today that we only return to the Word. Also this must be said here very, very clearly. There's only one bride church. And this bride church hears the last message, is consecrating their lives to the Lord. And as it was said already, 
is sanctified in the word of truth. And all who are now part of the bride church, they will worldwide have part, not in me, not having part in Brother Frank, not having part in Brother Brenham, but they will have part in that what God promised for this period of time. And as certain as the Lord himself called Brother Brenham to bring the message, so certain the same Lord called Brother Frank to carry the message into all the world before the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Whoever bypasses this blasphemes God. It's really a blasphemer of God because that what God purposed in his plan and what he is carrying out now, he tramples on it with his feet. And nevertheless, he refers to Brother Brenham and refers to God. But this many are doing. But let us come back to this one verse, verse 14, verse 14. Whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before that, we were told by the faith in the truth to be sanctified and in the truth and to walk in the truth. And then in verse 14, whereunto he called you by our gospel. Brothers and sisters, this calling is connected with the election and the election is connected with this holy divine calling. Whoever claims now the calling of God for himself belongs to the elect. And whoever belongs to the elect, he believes in the divine calling. Firstly, in the divine calling, which applies for our time, it just belongs to it. And this must be said. What has Brother Brenham been told? If you get the people to believe you, nothing will withstand your prayer. Paul repeated the word from Isaiah. Who has believed our message? Before we can believe the message of Paul, we must first believe in his divine calling, believing that the Lord appeared to him, that he spoke to him, that he called and commissioned and sent him in the same way it is with Brother Brenham. Whoever does not believe what happened on the 11th of June 1933, whoever does not believe what happened on the 7th of May 1946, whoever does not believe what happened in Houston, Texas in January 1950, what about it? And all the great evangelists who firstly appreciated Brother Brenham, they then nevertheless walked on on their own ways. 
Only he who believes that this man had a divine calling, a divine sending, a divine commission for the church will believe the message. And the same, I sadly must say in reference of me, I'm just a human. But whoever bypasses what the Lord said on the 2nd of April here in Krefeld before sunrise, namely my servant, your time for this city will soon be over. I will send you to other cities to preach my word. You all know the text of all of the calling, with the storing in of the food, with the giving out, that no local churches, churches should be established, that no songbook should be published. The Lord has given a very precise instruction what should be done and what should not be done. I did exactly that. And I look gratefully back on all these years. We said it many times. Now, It's probably 165 countries. Brother Tati still found two more in which we were, we were together. Perhaps it's then 167 countries in which I personally could preach the word, the last message. And brothers and sisters, whoever does not believe what God has done since the passing of Brother Branham and what he is still doing right now, he is outside of the plan of God. He builds his own kingdom and speaks of the kingdom of God. He preaches his own message and speaks of the message of Brother Brennan. No, and again, no. As Paul has said in the introduction, that he is ordained to stand in for the truth and the truth to preach it. So also I may say it, by grace I may say it, also now in my old age, if one is heading for the 88th year, then everything has become different with walking, seeing, hearing, but one thing remains forever, the precious and holy word of God. And all who believe now that the last message is being proclaimed and that all make their personal experiences of salvation, they will be part of it. All who bypass it, them God will bypass. Because also, here comes the fulfillment, because, in this case, they bypass what God is doing right now. They have not believed the true doctrinal proclamation. All who only accept the prophetic ministry of Brother Brenham, but reject the teaching ministry through which the whole prophetic ministry was placed biblically. If they do not respect this ministry which belongs to it, then they belong to them who have rejected the word of truth. 
and spreading instead their own error and interpretations. May the Lord God give grace. Dear brothers and sisters, we are all grateful to the Lord also for the past 55 years, be it in Zurich, be it in Krefeld, we have preached the word and now we have the possibility to hear the old sermons and to it come the live broadcasts from Zurich, from Krefeld and We are grateful to the Lord. Let me say in closing, we find ourselves by grace in the Word of God. The Spirit of Truth has led us into all the truth and the Spirit of Error leads all around the truth. But To the Lord be the thanks. I repeat what Paul said. I am bound to thank the Lord God for all of you who you have recognized the truth and who walk by faith. The same I repeat in the name of the Lord. Grateful for all brothers, for all sisters. Grateful for all who are part of the bright church. Grateful for all who have now recognized the time and the hour and who experience their preparation unto the glorious day of the return of Jesus Christ. To the Lord our God be the thanks throughout all eternities. Amen. Brother Borg will briefly pray with us. Heavenly Father, we thank you with all our hearts for the precious word which we have heard. Give all brothers and sisters, give us all grace to do accordingly, to believe what the scripture says, to believe the last message which we all heard and which we all believed. Strengthen us all through that what we heard now, through your precious word, and make us all ready through your word for your soon coming. Help us in this pandemic and be also merciful to our brothers, merciful to all listeners. Today we ask you, Lord, bless everyone from the riches of your grace to believe these words of the Apostle Paul. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my strength. I do not fear. Fear not, fear not. I will never leave you nor forsake you.
Thank you. 